Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, friends. Have you noticed that no matter how much yoga we do, we may still struggle in our intimate relationships. My husband and I have a great relationship, but we are not relationship coaches. And we know that yoga can and does help, but at a certain point, you need more relational support from a relationship specialist. If you're going through some kind of challenge right now in your relationships, my friend Jason Gaddis at the Relationship School can help. Jason's team will pair you up with a skilled relationship coach, and within 48 hours, you'll be getting private one-on-one support on whatever you're going through relationally. And right now, for my listeners only, Jason is offering half off one month of relationship coaching. Head over to relationshipschool.com slash Laura to get the deal and watch your relationships improve. Good movement and welcome to Redefining Yoga, a lit yoga podcast, which is designed to investigate all aspects of the modern evolution of yoga from my background as a physical therapist and lover of movement. My mission is to help everyone find freedom through smarter and safer movement patterns so together we can be uplifted, benefiting all beings. Welcome to Monthly Motivation. This month, the motivation is really something I need and I'm sure you need as well. It is how to help our brains feel refreshed and not overwhelmed. I was really inspired when I saw this meme last week. And it said something to the lines of, we are not made to handle a world with rocketing gun violence, social isolation, global climate change, economic uncertainty, reproductive rights arguing, political divisiveness on top of a two-year pandemic that's not going away. And while there's a tiny bit of humor in that, it's also very heavy. We all can feel really heavy with all the weight of what's going on in the world. And it can make our brain feel hardened and stagnant. And we need to be refreshed because refreshing our brain can refresh our perspective, our energy, our spirit. So I came up with an acronym, which I love to do. And I really encourage you to get out a pen and paper and write this down, put it up on your refrigerator, put it up on your mirror, put it in your journal, and just come back to it to help you when you're not feeling refreshed, when you're feeling overwhelmed with despair, anxiety, stress, whatever it might be, so we can refresh together. So the first letter of refresh is R, 
And this is a big one, rest. Now, it's kind of ironic because when we are feeling overwhelmed, we feel exhausted. So, of course, we probably might be, you know, lying around or uninspired, but that's not really resting. We need to rest. This is necessary for healing our body. We have to think of the human body. The way it was built was really for us to work in a series of small sprints. And our mind is the same way. Our brain is the same way. Yes, we can run a physical marathon, but we're not doing that day in and day out. We need to take a break. Even if it's just a little break, you know, a few minutes here, a few minutes there, that can be that refresh that you need to then carry on with your day with more clarity and more energy. These breaks are just small moments where you're not working, exerting yourself, and you're giving your emotional landscape a bigger bandwidth to handle everything that comes our way. So these breaks help our mental health. They help us feel more creative. They help us feel more productive. They promote well-being. And all of these things are going to help reduce our stress, help us feel clearer, help us feel replenished, and improve our mood. And when we do that, we are going to be better for ourselves, but also in our relationships. Think of the last time you were feeling overwhelmed and kind of shut down. You're probably not the best partner, friend, parent, work, coworker, you know? So we need to take these breaks for ourselves, but for others as well. It has been shown that adequate rest really helps to activate this inner healing mechanism that helps us return to a homeostatic state. Homeostasis is when we are balanced. Our cells, from a cellular level, we crave balance. I talk about this a lot in the body with our movement. Are we creating balance? Are we creating balance around the joints, around the activity of the muscles? That helps us become more efficient, more injury-proof instead of injury-prone. And we need to do that with our brain as well. We know in a state of homeostasis, we can repair and recover. And chronic stress, which we all have been just bombarded with, it really, really diminishes our immune system and our ability to recover, our ability to resist disease. So we need this now more than ever. We, we have, you know, still we're in a pandemic of sorts. We need to have all our entire arsenal working for us. And we know that rest also activates the parasympathetic nervous system. And that is the yin to the yang of our sympathetic. We need both. But when we're only in sympathetic nervous system, the fight or flight response, we're in a higher state of stress. And when we're in a higher state of stress, we are not refreshing our brain. We're not refreshing our body. We need to do this with rest. So in summary, rest, we know, it helps with creativity. When you just are a little bit more relaxed and you've given yourself a break, you've given that, little, that reserve in your brain a chance to replenish. And it can really help you uh, be more reflective, more contemplative, and more creative. Research has also shown that rest really helps us improve pr productivity. We 
need our brain to be productive, but we can't be asking it to do marathon after marathon. It needs a break. It will be fatigued and it will not be productive. Think about whenever you come back from vacation or even after a nice long weekend, how you feel. That's what we need more of. And resting can help us really refresh our brain. And we can do it. We don't have to go on vacation, but we have to, on a daily basis, give ourselves some time off. And there's all kinds of ways you can implement a longer rest break. You know, some people take a day off of not using their devices, a day where they just go into nature. All of these are other ways of refreshing, but you can do it on a daily basis in a small amount. So how do you do that? You could schedule regular breaks. And that just allows you to look forward to that moment of being refreshed, and then it helps you refresh your perspective. So please, you and me, let's start resting. I will say before this podcast, I was doing a lot today. It's already been like a seven-hour day, and I was, I was feeling it. And I just said, I'm going to be much better for this podcast and for the meetings I have afterwards if I just go and lie down for 15 to 20 minutes. I don't know if I went into a, a major sleep, but I went into a deep state of rest, and I literally came out of it as if I had just woken up this morning. It, is, it really works. So listen to yourself, but also schedule it because you might not be getting the cues um, strongly messaged enough and, until you start practicing it. Okay, next letter, E. I think you know what this is going to be. Exercise. Just like you need to schedule some rest breaks, you need to schedule exercise. I have had so many people, whether it's in my life directly or through direct messages, that are saying, I have just gotten in a slump and I just can't get out of it. And it's so oxymoronic that when you feel overwhelmed, your brain feels fatigued, it feels like drudgery to think about exercising. But you know, once you're in it, you are going to feel so much better. Exercise totally amplifies and boosts our serotonin and endorphins, which make us feel great. This helps our mood. It will change your mood just by moving your body. It also exercise does so many things, but it helps your memory. And that's a great asset for when you're trying to refresh your brain. There's nothing like feeling clogged in the pipes, like in your brain, like you can't even remember what you came into a room for, much less somebody's name who just told you their name or what you need to do the rest of the week. You need to help your memory to replenish and refresh your brain. And exercise is the key. Pick exercise that you enjoy. It could be walking. It could be hiking. It could be running. It could be swimming. It could be biking. It could be yoga. It could be Tai Chi. It could be all of these in different on different days. But you need to have a schedule. It needs to be regular. And if you're in a slump, I'm I, I'm just pulling for you to just get going. Remember, you will feel you will feel a hundred percent better when you exercise. It's like the sweat is your refresh. It is the refreshing of your everything, your brain, your heart, your lungs, and your spirit. So exercise. The next letter is F. This is a big one. And this is really where you know your brain is is not refreshed. Focus. How many of us feel really focused every day? And I'm not talking about 
all day. I'm talking about can you hold focus? So focus is essential for our mental kind of acumen. Like the key to get into the deeper reserves of our mental acumen is to stay focused. The key to stay focused is to what? Get rid of the distractions that impair our focus. They are a drain. We know that. And our world is filled with distractions from our technology, from the news, from our conditioning, on and on and on. You know, working from home, like many people have been doing, has been wonderful. But what it's probably made harder is that we're always kind of available. And that is a distraction. You have to give your brain the opportunity to recover and replenish with uninterrupted periods of time. And the thing about our brains is they are, the brains are naturally curious, right? So we can, we can get distracted very easily. It's like, oh, what's happening over there? What's happening over there? Stimulation is great for focus, but what we are really looking for is that longer period of focus, which is called concentration. That's where we have prolonged focus. This is what is missing for a lot of people. You might be able to focus on some small task, but how is your concentration doing? Think about a computer that has all these tabs open. So the more tabs you have open, meaning more tasks you have going on, the more cluttered you're going to feel in your brain. And that clutteredness is going to shut you down. It's going to make you feel hardened, and it's going to make you feel exhausted. There's been a lot of research that has shown the benefits of really doing these time chunks for scheduled productive time. And I've started doing this after reading or listening to something, you know, well over a year ago, where you chunk your scheduled time for like emails. So I used to check my email like every hour so that I would get back to people regularly. And now I schedule about two to three times a day. And then if I don't get to them all, I'll get to them the next day. This is really important that you that you really schedule these chunks of time that you are free of distractions so you can hone your concentration. At the same time, your brain wants that, really craves that feeling of something being done. So closing that tab on the computer, so to speak. So when you have your chunks of time, set yourself up for success so that you can close the tab and then be free of the distractions of thinking about going back and checking your emails or doing whatever. Today's podcast is sponsored by The Amino Company. These products are life-changing. I've been using them for the past three months, and I can't even tell you how much they have brought vitality and strength and energy into my life. They are based on 40 years of research, over 100 clinical trials, and over 500 peer-reviewed papers. The products include life Heal, Purity, and Perform, which is my favorite. Perform targets strength, focus, endurance for peak athletic performance. So I take it before I do my yoga practice. What is super cool about the products is they were built on amino acid technology first funded by NASA. That's right. People are going into space, astronauts, and they're really worried about losing bone density and muscle. So these amino acid products were specifically designed to help the astronauts, and they did so much that they're now here for us. If you're wondering what amino acids are, they're the building blocks of protein and human life. Just 21 amino acids create thousands of proteins and set us up to feel our most energized and vital self. 
So I love these because I'm vegan. I want to make sure I get enough protein. And I'm setting myself up well by getting the building blocks for those protein. I've noticed how it helps me sustain energy through the day after I take my perform drink before my yoga practice. And that just helps the practice and helps me throughout the day. You can go to Amino Co. Amino, A-M-I-N-O-C-O dot com slash lit and save 30% with code lit. So again, Amino, C-O, A-M-I-N-O-C-O dot com slash lit and save 30% with code lit. And I can't wait for you to try these and feel super lit up. The thing that research has shown that sounds, again, kind of oxymoronic is that we need more boredom in our life to actually help our brain be refreshed. It's a retraining of our brain to not constantly be stimulated and desiring stimulation. So think about like when you have five minutes, you're waiting at the doctor's office or you're in between meetings or you're waiting for something on the um, oven to be done or on the pot to boil. Do you pick up your phone immediately or open up your computer and start looking at something? That is a that is not having an opportunity for just boredom. Boredom meaning like you, nothing is going on and you are not you're not feeding your brain this constant stimulation, stimulation. And that boredom is is great. It's great for kids. Think about kids how often they just even when they're out together, they pick up their phones. If there's a pause in the conversation or they're watching a game and then it's a timeout, instead of like just sitting there and staring at something, they immediately pick up their phones. It is, it's reflexive and we need to break that habit because our brain needs to be retrained to not constantly need stimulation because that's exhausting for the brain at the same time. And all of those things will help you focus, will help you concentrate which will refresh your brain. The next letter is R. Read. Some people don't read at all. Some people just read, you know, social media. But you need to read a book. It doesn't have to be anything hefty or lofty. But you need to read because this will also train your brain to focus. And research has shown that reading helps the brain the, the connectivity of the brain. Inside the brain, we have neurons. There's synapses that um, link these neurons. The, it's like wiring in the brain. The wiring is going to be crisper and clearer and fresher by improving it through reading. We're also expanding our vocabulary and our comprehension of ideas. We are reducing stress. This is what research has shown. Reading reduces stress. It lowers our blood pressure and our heart rate. It helps us sleep better by helping us get ready for sleep. That's why reading right before bed is really nice. Not looking at your phone, not looking at the news. Hint, hint, that's coming up. But we also know that reading helps prevent cognitive decline as we age because reading is training our brain to focus. And it's so important for that refresh that we need where we're not feeling so again, clogged in the brain, overwhelmed. So read for pleasure, read for knowledge, whatever you do, but just read, put it in your schedule, get a book from the library, 
Get a book on Kindle. It doesn't matter if it's a real book or a book on Kindle. Some people will argue. I'm just like, I just want you to read that's something that's not just a soundbite. Isn't it kind of depressing when you hear on social media that people's attention is three seconds? That people aren't reading enough. That reading is helping that sustained concentration and doing all these other things for your brain. The next letter, E. I I got a little hint here before. Eliminate news. Now, that's not really realistic because, honestly, we need to have we need to have information about what's going on in the world so that we're not ignorant, we're not blissfully just like, you know, living our lives and not being concerned about what's really happening globally. However, too much news negatively impacts our mood and well-being. And research has shown that one in 10 adults checks the news every hour. of Americans report constantly monitoring social media feeds. This was from the Psychological Association. And of course, these people are reporting that news causes them stress, anxiety, fatigue, trouble sleeping. It's definitely not good for your brain to be looking at news every hour. So eliminate the amount of news you're taking in. And I mentioned this earlier, certainly don't look at news before you go to bed. Because when you do that, your brain has taken in that information. You go to sleep and it's processing that as you're sleeping. You're not going to be sleeping well. You're you're still going to be feeling stress as you process that in your sleep. So please don't be reading the news before you go to bed. I have made that mistake before and my husband's like, what are you doing? And it was just there were periods of days where I didn't have a chance to look at the news, and I'd like to stay up to date. Well, it was a terrible idea to look at the news before I went to bed, and he was absolutely right. So eliminate the need to know what's going on all the time. Stay informed, but just like you kind of chunk times of productivity and chunk times of rest and chunk times of not doing anything and chunk times of exercise, chunk times or a time where you look at the news. And pick news that is objective, informative, with the less less of the sensationalism, because let's be honest, most of the news we get is very negative, very draining, and very anxiety-producing. The next letter, S. Ready for this? Soften your face, and this will help you soften your soul, and all of that will be a big refresh button. So you probably heard of the resting bitch face. We need to get the resting soft face going. Think about when you're stressed, you're worried, you're anxious, you're tired. Your face holds a pattern of your behavior in it. Often that is through contracting and clamping down, gripping. We don't even know it happens. It's conscious. I mean, it's subconscious unconscious, and some of it is habitual. So maybe we watched our parents do it and we hold ourselves the same way. But think about when you have been in a kind of frowny state, like how that feels in your body and in your brain. It feels like a shutdown and we're already feeling shut down in our brain. We don't want to do it with our face. If you can do the opposite, but practice resting softening your face, you will notice your body will follow that. You will feel clearer in your mind because you're not literally trapping all these feelings inside your head and your skull. So just like I 
tell people you can retrain your body, you can retrain your face and how it holds tension. Here's how you practice it. Without looking in the mirror, you want to be able to feel this. Just soften your face and notice if that has any impact. When you just think of like the skin loosening around the bones and then within the space between the bones, feeling more opening. If that feels really challenging, you can do the opposite and really contract them. You can kind of clench, you can open your eyes really wide and then just let go and feel that tension dissipate. You want to do it around your cheeks, inside your mouth, inside, on, on at the tongue, in your eyes. A lot of times when I'm teaching, I'll tell people, hey, open your mouth, stick out your tongue, and ah, or wiggle the tongue around, or flutter your lips. We need these practices that actually help us get our face to rest and soften, because then that tension will start to dissipate. And when we feel softer in our face, notice how it feels in your body, in your soul. Like if you're hardened in your face, in your mind, you're going to be feeling hardened a little bit in your soul. Probably not going to be as open-hearted and receptive, clear. And that's not great for your stress. So softening your face softens your soul and helps you release some of that stress. So just think of feeling and freeing. And then notice how that feels in your mind and keep going back to that. This is a form of mindfulness, noticing and observing and then changing without judgment, with ease and with practice. The final letter is another fun one, H. Hum. I've been doing this quite a bit and there's been a lot of great research and writings about the beauty, art, and incredible benefits of humming. And I'm just talking like, <laughs> now some people might automatically hum. Maybe your parents hummed when they were working in the kitchen or working in the yard. Maybe you did it in choir. But maybe you haven't hummed in a long time. And humming is going to help you refresh your brain. Humming puts you and your body in a little bit of a meditative state. Humming brings this kind of peace to your mind, and it really helps you release some of that stress. So if you're having that resting tough face, try humming. It will help you soften your face and let go of some of the stress. And humming has really been shown to put you in more of this meditative state, which of course is so cleansing and clearing for your brain. There's other benefits. Humming lets the passages of air move through your sinuses, which helps clearing your sinuses. So that can help you with breathing, help you with allergies. It's also proven that humming reduces stress because it lowers your blood pressure and your heart rate. This is what's crucial to helping um, eliminate overall stress. It also, this is cool, activates your parasympathetic nervous system. It does that by the vibration of humming, hmm, activates uh, your 10th cranial nerve, your vagus nerve, which is responsible for helping the parasympathetic system get going. 
And that gives you that rest and digest state. Studies have also shown a release of the endorphins, which are known as like our happy hormones, when a person is humming any tune. So it can be any tune. And that really, think about it. Just, just, just whistle while you work or just hum a little tune. There's really something to it. Humming has also been researched um, for its impact on the immune system. So the vibrations that are produced in the sound energy, hmm, directly stimulate the thymus. And the thymus is a small gland that's responsible for the maturation of T lymphocytes. And these T lymphocytes are really important for helping to ward off diseases, including cancer. So it's strengthening your immune system. This is also fascinating. Humming has the benefit of releasing or producing more nitric oxide in your body. So when you, are hum, when you hum, nitric oxide, first of all, is a gas that is antibacterial and has antiseptic properties. So when a person starts humming, the nitric oxide gets carried to the lungs and the whole of the respiratory system. And not only does this help with breathing, but it activates your respiratory center, uh, your core muscles, which we all love and lit, and that's all going to help fight off pathogens. So... Don't we want to increase that nitric oxide? It's so amazing. And when that gets into your blood, that also acts like a vasodilator, which helps you open up your blood, um, your vessels more, which lowers your blood pressure. It's also believed by scientists and researchers that nitric oxide acts as the first line of defense against any pathogen. Now, why didn't we get told this over these last two years in this COVID state? Like, we could really help ourselves um, by humming more. So humming produces a calm, it produces a clarity, it produces a relaxation, and it really, really helps our mind and our brain. So how do you practice that? There's no wrong way. But one thing I, I do in some of my in, ending of my classes is I'll have people exhale out through the mouth, <sighs> inhale, just lips together, Whatever pitch you choose, get that resonating sound. Remember, it's kind of like a buzzing of a bee, and that will vibrate, and that will vibrate inside your jaw, inside your head, and it will create this sound energy that is like a reset for your brain. So you should try that for 5, 10, 15 minutes. And notice the impact of how it feels. Do you feel clearer? Do you feel like you've been refreshed? Do you feel more positive? It's incredible, the, infect, the effects of humming. So my friends, in conclusion, refresh. Let's do this together. Write it down and then embody it. Practice it. Write it in your calendar if you need to. Taking those little breaks that you need to be more productive, more clear, um, turning off the news, making breaks where you are, you know, kind of clustering your work emails or looking at social media and then leaving it behind, closing the tab. Exercising, da da da. You can always check out our classes on Lit Daily. We have so many classes, and there's lots of ways you can figure it out by like putting in a 15-minute class that's a medium intensity that you want to focus on the hips or you want to focus on stress relief. We have a whole stress relief section. 
whatever you do, enjoy it and do, do it more and more regularly. And then your brain will also start to crave that. Remember, that's going to help your creativity, your productivity, your enjoyment, your focus. And all of this is going to help us feel more refreshed and less overwhelmed because we are living in a fascinating and also really frightening time in, in human history. And the best way to manage all the information, the onslaught of distractions, is to take care of ourselves and refresh our brain. So let's do it together. And as always, I'm pulling for you.